Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy folks, welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, and as always, I'm joined by uh, the Corn Bandit, Richard. How are things with you, sir? Outstanding, sir. Happy to uh, to be here again on this fine off-season day. Ready to roll. It's a nice day. Pretty warm Jeez. today. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's actually funny. I was talking to a, a, a buddy of my, my, uh, my day job who uh, is up in Boston, and he said, uh, you know, they're expecting snow tonight. Are you serious? Uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, the reason number 8,497, why I don't want to live up there. Yeah. Poor Saps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And the guy, he's like, yeah, we just planted a garden with all of our, they're from Boston. So he's got the, <laughs> you know, the A's. You know, we just planted a garden and all my seeds are going to fucking die. And I'm like, oh, no, dude. I'm so sorry. That really sucks. I'm like, well, my cup runneth over here. I got tomatoes coming out of the, you know, the wazoo. My peppers are hitting the floor. And, yeah, uh, but I was like, rain. yeah, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. So you don't have to deal with the, the searing heat like we do in this concrete jungle of Dallas, Texas that we live in. So uh, well, anyways, yeah, good stuff. So I'd rather take this jungle than that one up there, though. Oh, boy, let me tell no, you. No offense to our northern listeners. <laughs> right. But anyway, we're Texas boys. So what do you Absolutely. Do? Born and bred, son. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, uh, for those of you who uh, haven't joined our email list, uh, please be sure to do that today. Uh, when you do, you'll get killer hunting deals delivered straight to your inbox. We've made it easy for you to join, and that's by texting the word BANDIT to 345-345. You don't want to miss out, so please go or pick up your phone right now and text the word BANDIT to 345-345 right now. And uh, if you have a product or service in the hunting space that you'd like to introduce to our listeners, please drop us a line at the email address howdy at feedbandit.com, or you can go to feedbandit.com slash promote. And we'll talk about, uh, you know, what we can do for you. Uh, All right. Well, in this episode, I'm excited to say, and we're honored to speak with uh, Matt Ottenreath and Andrew Gardner, co-owners and founders of Outdoor Addiction Products, uh, quality wildlife feeders made right here in the great state of Texas. Welcome, Matt and Andrew, to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Thanks, Jimmy and Richard. We really appreciate the opportunity to be on with you today. and and be in front of your listeners and your audience. Great, great. Well, we're excited to speak with you guys and uh, really, uh, you know, get to learn more about you and learn more about your your company. So along those lines, uh, if you would, uh, just uh, take a step back and uh, tell us about yourselves and how Outdoor Addiction Products came about. Sure. This is is Matt, and I'll just give you a little bit of background on us. Uh, Outdoor Addiction Products is a small family owned and run business uh, right here in Texas. We make all of our feeders and do all of our fabrication work in Brazoria, Texas. This is the area where we were both, Andrew and I, both born and raised. Um, We grew up together. We're actually cousins. Grew up together hunting and fishing and just enjoying the outdoors. And, you know, it's always been a real, you know, part of our, you know, family gatherings have, have centered around hunting and fishing and, and being outdoors. And we, 
you know, we really just love it. And, you know, we've always grown up together building a lot of our own feeders just for personal consumption, feeders and blinds. And several years ago, we decided to transition from building solely for our personal consumption, but to offer some of the great stuff that we've been doing to, to the public, you know, for resale. And it, it's been very well received. Uh, some of the motivating factors for us making our own feeders from the beginning were we just ran into so many problems with other people's feeders buying, you know, feeders that are, that get ripped up, the wiring gets ripped up by raccoons or the hogs knock it over or bend the legs. And, you know, so many of these feeders that you find uh, in the big box stores and, and elsewhere are just not of the same quality of what we needed. And so we, we sought out to do was build feeders that are truly varmint proof, they're raccoon proof, they're hog proof, they're very durable and tough and, and will sustain not only our needs, but the needs of our customers. Yeah, that's uh that sounds like a, a kind of a common uh common thing where you know you if you can't uh if you can't find one that's done right enough, you gotta do it yourself, right? So <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's in a nutshell, that's how this came about. And uh pretty much. I mean we, we got tired of buying buying new feeders, you know, every year it seemed like. Um you know, or coming to your feeder and the, the legs are flimsy and collapsed over from hogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, and, and when hunting is so dear to your, you know, to all of us really, uh, and you show up, it can really ruin your weekend if you find your feeder laying on the oh. ground. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? So. Oh, for for sure. You know, one, one of the things that I have, uh, I've noticed over the past, you know, couple of years, you know, like really the past years, it's really kind of blown up as talk about flimsy legs and whatnot. It, you know, I, I, I guess I understood the whole theory, the, the whole concept of, of putting, uh, you know, putting the feeders, you know, 10 feet up in the ground, you know, up in the air, you know, on, on, on the big stilts. But man, they just made them so vulnerable to, to, to just what you said. You got to the hogs. Um, and then obviously the cows too, you know, and in some places where the soil is, um, is, is loose enough to do it, you can drive T-posts in there, uh, you know, and secure them with bailing wire and whatnot. But, you know, if you don't have the ability to do that, then, you know, your, your feeder is just sitting out there. Um, and then the, and like you say, the hogs can come over there and it doesn't, especially when it gets on the, more on the empty side, they can just knock that thing over real quick. So, um, yeah, I, I like, I yeah. like those looking at your stuff and i saw you guys have a <clears throat> kind of a low a lower profile feeder can you can you guys talk about that sure yeah the majority of the feeder designs that we build are not just uh durable and made to withstand the environment that they're placed in they're also low profile and easy to just walk up to with a bag of corn and fill it while you're standing on the ground so you're not Right. Getting on a ladder, you're not standing oh, yeah. in the back of a truck or a side-by-side. It sure. removes a lot of the safety hazards around you know, filling up your feeders. So not all, but many of our designs, the majority of the feeders that, that we sell to our customers are standing less than six feet tall. So they're, they're made for everybody to be able to, 
to go fill up. Um, now, you know, that, that, and the fact that we don't have any exposed wiring anywhere on the feeders are, are some of the things that we really pride ourselves on. And we've got a new design that we came out with this year called our ambush series. And on this feeder, we've kind of really redesigned the way that these feeders are made. And we've done away with a lot of the things that we felt like were problems. So we have a steel box, the hopper where your corn is, and they have a solar panel mounted at an angle on a custom steel bracket uh, on that box. And you've got a steel door also where all of your electronics are inside the box. Everything's internal to this box. All the wiring, the battery, the timer, Everything is in the box. And then you've got very heavy-duty square tubing legs on it that are removable if you want to. And then underneath it, we've implemented a varmint plate, which is a galvanized steel plate that leaves about a one-inch gap between the bottom of the feed hopper and this plate. And the spinner plate is kind of sandwiched in between the two pieces of steel. So you've got a distance that is so narrow that the raccoons and other other varmints are not able to reach all the way in there to your spinner plate to you know rob you of feed. And so and, and then the feed you know shoots out 360 degrees pattern around your feeder through this one inch gap. Wow! And these computers stand about five and a half feet tall so they're easy to fill up they're very portable you can carry a couple of them in the back of a pickup truck uh it's it's something that's been very popular oh nice with our our customers so we're we're very excited about it so do you run the uh, wire uh from the battery to the solar panel is that with like inside of the the whole thing and just comes out right at the solar panel or because i know that's you know so a lot a lot of feeders will have them you know, just that'll be exposed, you know, and you, uh, <laughs> you yeah. get a picture of a, a, a raccoon or something hanging on that. Or, oh, you know, so. yeah. <laughs> I think you have a couple right. of those. Right? So. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's been, that's been my experience with, you know, with some of the other feeders I owned, uh, you know, before we started this company is, is that would be the first problem. They've got like a rigid or no, they've got a flexible metal conduit yep. and the raccoons hang on it and tear it yep. out. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and that messes That's up your exactly battery right. and your timer. But um, ours is mounted, so the bracket is, is totally um, enclosed. Um, the solar panel is mounted to the back of it, and it goes directly into the feed hopper. So there's okay. not um, there's not any airspace or any, any openings whatsoever. Um, and it goes straight into the hopper of the feeder and, uh, you know, straight to your, your timer and your battery. Uh, which is accessed by the door. Okay. Um, so you basically have a void. So inside of the box where the corn is, you've got a void created by the funnel system right, that right. we have built into the box. And that void is where we're keeping the battery and the timer oh, and man. where the wiring is run. No, that's a great Probably. idea. You're taking advantage yeah, of that man. space. <laughs> Every- nope. No, that that is that. Yeah. Wow. That that's genius. Because yeah. you're right, that that all that all that is is just is just wasted space. Now, 
So, okay, since, since it's since all the, the, the guts, if you will, are located right there, that's going to help cut down on, you know, all the, the dirt and dust and all that stuff. I mean, all, eventually, all that stuff, you know, will destroy your electronics so over time. So, so with your feeder, you guys really don't have that issue. Correct. Yeah. And, the, you know, one of the other really key factors about this feeder is, you know, we don't have a, a uh, standard control box, which you would typically see on a deer feeder hanging off a of T-brackets. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've done away with that piece. So you don't, there's no more tightening up wing nuts and stuff oh. hanging on it and that oh, control box sliding up and down. I think we've all had it happen. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I mean, then you drop the nut. That you drop the nut and you can't find it in the in the dirt or something. <laughs> oh yeah, no. There, there's. It's funny. We were actually setting up. Uh, we're just not not to interrupt, but we were setting up a kind of. A, we're doing a, a, a some testing on some stuff for one of our other uh, the friends of the feed band, as we call them. Uh, and we were setting up kind of one of our little homemade feeders. And uh, it's funny. Everything that we just talked about right here. First of all, we have to get on the side by side to to fill it up even though i have cut the legs down on it we still got to get up there the um the solar panel so so actually mounting uh the actual spin plate you know took about five minutes wrapping up all that damn conduit you know to keep the coons from you know playing circus Olay on it you know it took us 20 minutes uh and, and the other thing is we were using bailing wire so guess what after the uh the torrents of rain it, it's all going to be destroyed um so and it's funny because we were having to line up like like you were just saying with the wing nuts and whatnot, and then and then screw them in there. And I got sausage fingers, so you know that, I I literally carry a pocket full of wing nuts. I'm like, oh, there it goes. Now I don't even bother. I don't even bother to look for it. I'm like, yeah, it was a it was a ten cent wing nut. It's gone now. It's dead. I'm 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 happy to hear that you guys have alleviated some of those common issues with the with the feeders. Thank you. Yeah, we we're real proud of of what we've done and and of our products and uh, i think anybody that is able to get their hands on them will agree with us that, that we're making some great feeders mm-hmm. over here so on this uh, ambush series feeder i see you can get a uh, two different finishes uh the camo and then just the galvanized that's correct yeah we've we've got a just a standard galvanized finish and then we also are are offering it in a woodland camo print um, that's a pre-painted galvalume roofing material. So it's not a, you know, we're not talking about a decal or sticker uh-huh. or anything. That, that is on there. Okay. So it's a it's a really that, nice finish. That coating is rated at, at 40 years. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, like Matt said, it's a, it's a roofing enamel. So, you know, those roofs are very durable. Um, one thing about that camo is, is it's half aluminum. So that makes the feeder even more lightweight, a lot easier to uh, to to move in the truck, but still very durable. Okay, and then uh, do you make it in any other size than seven hundred pounds, or is that the size the only size right now? The, the seven hundred pound size is our standard uh-huh. feeder size. Okay. Um, obviously, on a little bit on the larger side, we do do. Uh, custom sizes as well. So if a customer called us and they wanted thousand pound feeders, we could certainly do that. Mm-hmm. The the seven hundred pound size is optimal given the raw materials that we're working with. But we certainly do our best to accommodate 
the desires of any of our consumers <clears throat> should they call us and want something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, the, the, uh, we, we make custom custom feeders all the time, I guess. Oh, okay. So when, if someone wants a custom feeder, do they uh, like typically just call you up and say, hey, I, I like what I see on this, uh, you know, your 700 pound here, but can you make it, a, you know, 1,000 or 1,300 pounds and make it this height or like what, what, how, what do people, people typically, you know, call you and have you do, I guess? Sure. Yeah. We've, so we've got several different finishes that we offer and several different designs. We have people who want a feeder a little bit taller or a little bit shorter. Uh, they'll want a different capacity. Um, we, you know, we try really hard to accommodate everybody's kind of, a lot of people know what they want, you know, going into it mm-hmm. if they've owned several feeders before. And um, so we try to accommodate them, but, you know, I really recommend our, you know, our standard designs are, are, are very well thought out and perform very well in the field. So um, if anyone is, you know, out there looking for a feeder, I, you know, I, I think we've got it covered, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll certainly listen to other people's ideas. <laughs> we, we, that's how we learn too. So, sure. Right. And continue to to innovate and, and make our products better. Sure. Talk talk to us a little bit about the your your timed protein feeder. That that really seems to be a um you know the past year or so seems to be a real a real popular item. Uh what tell us a little bit about your your version of it. Yeah, no, we love we love uh the timed protein feeders. I think anybody that's used them um, the hammer unit, which I mm-hmm. believe you had Mike on. Yeah, we did. Um, mm-hmm. Man, anyone who's used that unit, um, you know, becomes a believer. And we've used it for probably six years. I mean, since they came out. And Mike's a good friend. Right. But, but um, you know, it allows, especially people with exotics, um, you know, and, and var- a lot of varmints and stuff, it allows you to create a window in the morning and typically the evening where, you know, whitetail are prevalent um, in those times to eat as much protein as they possibly want. You know, the problem with time, with protein feeders that spin out feed on a timer basis is, you know, if there's an excessive amount of whitetail that can't get in there and get feed or you know they run out, or you set it too low, uh, they're gonna they're not gonna have feed. So you want to let the whitetail eat as much protein or axis deer, whatever you're going for, sure. um, and then and then shut it off at night when maybe some some audad or some uh, exotics <laughs> are coming to feed. You know, cause right. in my experience in West Texas, um, especially, you'll get a 2,000 pound feeder cleaned out in two weeks. Sure. And, you know, that's a hefty bill. Oh, yeah. All that or, or sheep or, you know, whatever will eat all night long. Sure. So that's the problems I've encountered. Um, you know, me and Matt grew up hunting all over the state. I probably oh. hunt in eight different counties um, all over the state. And, uh, and that time release is just a game changer. Um, sure. So... Matt, what do you, you yeah you know what we're doing is is we're fabbing out the the body of the feeder and the frame and then we're taking one of the hammer feeding systems 
okay. units and putting that, you know, on, you know, combining that with our feeders. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I seek to shut down night feeding on my mm-hmm. protein feeders, and that, that's what I do with it. I, I'll open it up in the morning and I'll shut it down at night. Right. Uh, we have customers that do exactly what Andrew does, and that they, you know, will allow free choice feeding in the morning and then again yeah. in the evening, and then also, you know, shut it down during the heat of the day and at night. And I think Andrew touched on some great points. You know, we've got where one of the places that we're very fortunate enough to, to be able to, to hunt from time to time, there are these big groups of all dad and huh. they'll just come and they'll just stand there until the feeder's empty. Right. And so, you know, being able to provide the whitetail with free choice when they're out feeding and able to shut down these exotics from right. clearing you out is a, is a big change. You know, it's, it, you're able to budget your protein right. meal and, still provide adequate feed to your whitetail. Sure. Yeah. You know, speaking of speaking of all dad, uh, I've actually was watching a, a hunting show the other day on one of the <clears throat> on one of the hunting networks and of course they were, you know, we're in the hill country of Texas for Barbary sheep, you know, and they they tried to make it <laughs> you know, all uh, all crazy and they're like, you know, occasionally these sheep come to this feeder. I'm like, oh God, get, give me a break. You know, they're there every <laughs> single day. But uh, it, it was gotta actually, add the drama. Yeah, oh it's it's incredible, yeah. And uh it was kind of funny because one of the things they, they were actually doing, and I've I've heard of this before, but they were there was a steel pipe up against the the feeder, and this was a this was a super industrial uh, spin fear that, that they had made. And this, this big old guy gets out there and he just, he whacks that feeder a couple of times with that, that pipe. And they go back to their, you know, back to their little, their little brush blind, which of course I'm sure there's a nice, there's a nice gourmet or a, a real sweet looking blind right next door to it. And they don't want to show. And sure enough, here come those all dead. And, and, and that's exactly what they did. They just, Sat there for forever and just and just obliterated that feeder, <laughs> no oh, yeah. doubt. So uh, I, in looking at your website, you guys also do uh, some metal art. Is that right? Yeah, you know that's that's something we've just recently gotten into. Uh, it kind of goes. We we use all the same tools that we do for our, our feeder lines, but we were here working in the shop a couple of weeks ago. And we decided that uh, we needed something to give our moms for Mother's Day. Uh-huh. And so we, that was the birth of our metal art business. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. But, uh, I love it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I joked with my mom. I was like, wow, I haven't, I haven't made you a Mother's Day present in years. <laughs> uh, this is a little better than those pictures I colored. Well, I was, I was going to say, my, uh, my wife got two of those from my, my two girls. So, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Genius, but I love your uh, also these grills that y'all make. Talk about those real quick. Yeah, you know our uh, we we've got some pretty pretty neat grills. They've got removable grill tops. Uh, we we have what we call a Texas Walk. Where yeah, that's we have a, that's cool. Three in one grill where it's a fire pit. Uh, it's got the walk where you can cook in it or you can pull that out and stick a grill top on top of it. Very cool. Um, we've got some really exciting. Uh, fire pit designs that we're going to come out with this summer. Um, we haven't got pictures of them on the website yet. We're still kind of fine tuning uh, what they're going to look like uh, from an aesthetic pers- perspective, but very excited about our outdoor living uh, equipment that, that we're going to be bringing out. 
Okay. Very cool. Now, do you guys do you guys do any any trade shows around the state or, or anything of that nature? Yeah, we do. Uh, we do all the Texas Trophy Hunter shows. Oh, um, nice. We'll be in Houston, Dallas, Fort Worth, and um, I don't know if they're still doing Corpus, but we might be in Corpus. Okay. Um, we do. We've done uh, some shows in. Uh, we did a New Orleans uh, Louisiana Sportsman show. Oh, very cool. Uh, How was that? Superdome. It was. It was awesome. Uh, it was cool to be in the Superdome yeah. uh, and and do a trade show there. That was pretty. Pretty excellent. The food was great, of course. Sure. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. And uh, we enjoyed that. But um, we've done uh, we do some gun shows, um, premier gun shows. We've done a few of those, sure. and, uh, and a, a few local, you know, local shows. But sure. uh, primar- primarily, we're the Texas Trophy Hunters, um, okay. and that's our best uh, our best show. Sure. Sure. So I saw that you guys are also a um, uh, one of the sponsors on, on Texas Bowhunter. Um, I've said a billion times before, but that's that's kind of like my uh, it's kind of like my Facebook. I've I, I check it every single day and multiple times just because of the, you know, all the different folks on there from different parts of the state. And, you know, I've learned to do a lot of uh, do it yourself stuff from there. What what's been y'all's experience with with Texas Bowhunter? And I, I'll tell you what, uh, I. Until we began sponsoring the site, I was never a member of Texas Bowhunter. Okay. But constantly, I would be searching for something I needed on the internet, yeah. and I yeah. would end up on Texas Bowhunter. <laughs> yeah. It never failed. Oh, no doubt. You know? <laughs> so, I, so finally, I, you know, we decided that, you know, we got we to gotta give it a shot, but the Texas Bowhunter team has been great. Awesome. Um, the, the members of the site have been great, uh, very responsive to – you know, complimentary of what we do and, and responsive to our advertising. And so we've, we've very appreciative to, to become a part of the Texas Bowhunter family. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah they, uh, they, they are a, they are a good and a very dedicated group. Uh, it's fun to, it's fun to watch them. I agree with them basically every single, I agree with most everything that's put on there, except when the, except the college football thread, because Jimmy and I went to Texas Tech, and there's lots of, uh, <laughs> not such nice things from a bunch of folks that went to UT on there, but uh, hey, other than that, it's, uh, it's all good. Yeah, we haven't had much yeah. uh, good to talk about lately. Football-wise. The members on Bowhunter are just so loyal, and you know, like Matt said, I mean, it's it's incredible, and uh, it's got all the stuff you need on there. Um, the guys are great. You can, like you said, you can agree with most everything. I mean, it's yep. it's awesome, and I'm you know I'm thrilled. I love it. Um, so I'm happy to be with them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, what else? Uh, what else did we not uh, talk about that uh, you guys want to you guys want to talk about on the podcast? Well, uh, probably a good time to bring up. We've got a special offer for your oh. listeners. All right. Uh, we're going to offer from now through the end of July. Uh, anyone who hears this podcast or otherwise um, would like to place an order with us using the code FeedBandit will be given a $25 discount off of the purchase of a wildlife feeder. Oh, oh that's nice. awesome. That's thank awesome. you very much. Yeah, thank you guys very much. I really appreciate that. 
and we're we're happy to to be able to offer that and uh, ex- excited to to hear some of your audience um, what they had to say about our products. Well, cool, awesome. Well, thank you very much for that. And yeah, you know, I just I'll tell you, going back to the the just talking about the ambush series feeders, uh, I think it's great what y'all have done. You know, uh, utilizing that that dead space that pretty much every feeder has, <laughs> you know, and then using it for that purpose. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, uh, that's a uh, genius as Richard says, you know, yep. so, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, that, that'll definitely make it stand out. And I love the camo, the pattern on there. That's really cool. Yeah, I do too. All right, guys. Well, uh, just thanks again for the offer to our listeners. Uh, again, everyone, uh, $25 off your order. Uh, until the end of July, uh, go so go out there and get you uh, a couple ambush series feeders or or a uh, uh, time free choice feeder uh, or whatever you need out on your land. I know there's some people listening right now that are probably thinking about uh, need, the need to add a few feeders or replace them. So now's the time to do it. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, especially <laughs> if you're here in Texas, uh, the the clock is ticking. Right. So that uh, you know, you don't have to to touch the lid and have your fingers get automatic oh, thirst burns. So <laughs> that's true. Get it done before it gets too hot. Now's right. the time. That's right. All right. Well, Matt and Andrew, thank you guys so much uh, for coming on the Feed Bandit podcast. Uh, if there's anything else, uh, oh, I gotta tell everybody, it's uh, oahunting.com uh, is the website. That's correct. Uh, do you guys want to give out your social media uh, or anything like that? Or how they can contact you guys? Otherwise, through the website. Yeah, preferably the website's best. Um, we're on it. We're on uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, OTDR Addiction is our uh, our Instagram and our Twitter, and uh, our Facebook is just Outdoor Addiction Feeders. Um, and yeah, all right. We'll uh, we'll be willing to help y'all out anytime. Uh, my number's on the website. And, um, yeah, and Texas Boner as well. Anyone okay. reaching out will be willing to help and do anything we can. Perfect. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Matt and Andrew, uh, for coming on the podcast. And uh, we'll definitely stay in touch and, uh, you know, uh, just get the word out to everybody. And remember, now's the time to buy a feeder. Go to oahunting.com and get you a new one. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, guys. We really appreciate uh, Absolutely. the opportunity to talk with you. Okay, folks, that was Matt Ottenreath and Andrew Garner, the co-owners and founders of Outdoor Addiction Products. Uh, as you heard, definitely quality wildlife feeders, and the beautiful thing about it is they're made right here in the great state of Texas. Uh, very cool, uh, you know, about that Ambush Series feeder, right? Uh, how the, I mean, I, I'm amazed, I mean, that no one's done that before, but it's cool how they've done it, because if you look at the pictures on the website, they got a really cool little door there that that oh, opens yeah. up to seal. You know, it looks like to seal in the bottom. You know, that, sure. that that area there, and then you can see how the the uh, solar panel there is right. actually nice. You know, affixed to the feeder itself in a you know nice solid fashion. Whereas you know, I I, I keep thinking back to uh, the the feeder we have out at uh, the Gonzalez deal and, and oh, God. solar yeah. panels basically sitting there. Well, I mean, like many feeders, of course, but sitting there on just a thin kind of oh, piece yeah. of metal. You know, oh yeah. Every time we go back, it's bent. So, I mean, something's hanging from it or whatever. Oh, no you know? doubt. looks no like doubt. here. I mean, you're eliminating all that stuff with these ambush feeders. Ambush sure. series feeders. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know, and 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 the other thing is is um just just trying to, you know, to get into that box and it, and it's full of dirt, it's full of dust, and again, I don't care how good your timer is. Yeah, you know, I, I don't care how good your battery is. They will be susceptible to all that dirt and and stuff. And so, if you can have a debris-free uh, area, that that's huge. And and godly, that all that space that, like you say, is is not being utilized, but but is with their series of feeders. Uh, man, that that's that's huge. I, that's real huge. I love it. And then not to mention how they described the actual mechanism itself, how it's enclosed as well. Yes. So you're kind of yes. It's all. I mean, it's all one kind of solid unit, which is totally which is nice. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah everybody uh, out there, uh, you heard them. They're offering twenty five dollars off on uh, any order uh, until the end of July with the code FeedBandit. So be sure to uh, take advantage of that offer because, uh, as uh, the Corn Bandit here said, now's the time. The time mm-hmm. is ticking. Oh yes, the clock is <laughs> the ticking. The clock is ticking. Yeah. yeah. Yep, it, it is. It is kind of funny. There's uh, they're talking about Texas bow hunter and, and and filling up feeders. A lot of the guys in South Texas, they um, and I just never really thought about it this way. But you know, when, when they go down and do all their feeder stuff, I mean, it's just plain and simple. It's just too damn hot to go out there and fill their feeders. So <laughs> they 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 I, they they sleep for like a chunk of the day and they stay up all night. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Oh yeah, and it's funny because I I swear I, that this this may be inaccurate, but I I remember some they, they were taking a video one time and um, somebody was like you know it's like midnight and the top of this feeder is still seven thousand degrees. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, but yeah. yeah, and of course they're still just they're still sweating, you know, and and of course during the night you know especially in South Texas the snakes are. The snakes are out and about, but uh, yeah, it's it's entertaining. You yeah. know, what would be interesting to do for uh, spits and giggles is yeah. uh, get a get one of these feeders or one of the ones we have or whatever in the in like deep July, early August, right? And just put a ther- thermometer inside oh, of it. God, I'd love to see how hot it actually gets inside. Oh, you know, yeah. with that sun just constantly beating oh. down on there. Oh, it's it's, it's awful. I I feel bad for him. <laughs> I feel yeah. bad. It's, it's like all my vehicles, e- even when we're out at Rancho Bandito, like our, you know, the side by sides. You know, I'm like, well, I, I just like to find some shade for it. Uh, <laughs> and it. It's crazy. I don't know why I do that, but I, I do. Uh, yeah, no, I feel bad for the, I feel bad for the feeders out there in the uh, the the miserable heat. And what what's that little email that always goes around on social media? That's, you know, it shows the elk by the. You know, by the the corn feeder, like how hot is it in Texas? And it shows the popcorn <laughs> popping out of the feeder. You know? Right, right, yeah, the popcorn. Yeah. That's that's coming. <laughs> that that is coming real soon. But uh, is. Is. you know, knock on wood, it's um, man, the things are things are looking kind of wet. So that that'll be great. I mean, we're gonna have the heat. There's nothing we can do about. It, but if we can just have some, if we can just have some 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 breaks with some storms, man, that just that makes it so much easier to digest <laughs> so yeah. let's well, cross act our like, fingers i mean you know i mean when people are listening to this we act like uh it's it, it's cold but i mean it's it's warm right now I mean, oh definitely so, oh yeah <laughs> so i don't know we'll be used to it i guess but you know oh, of course of course and when, when you play yeah for sure well when you when you play tight texas high school football uh, yeah. you, know, you, you have nothing nothing can beat that as far as you know heat tolerance is concerned right full uh, pads in uh, oh, early, early august Oh, and we had Two black days. helmets. We had black helmets. <laughs> that's that's insane. Yeah, it really was. So, yeah. 
<laughs> worth it though. Every every inch. Oh yeah. Every step. Yeah. Maybe that'll be another podcast sometime. I mean, yeah. We should. Time. We really should. It's, it's around, around the campfire stories or something. Oh my god, Texas Bow or not Texas Bow? Sorry. Uh, yeah, Texas high school football. Um, you know, I have, I, every July I have a dream that you know, I'm late for my uh, my little two a days deal. I mean, because you know, if you were late for two a days, you might as well just die because that that that's what's going to happen. You know, right? right. Oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Yep. All right, folks. Well, uh, just real quick, uh, you know, once again, thank you, Matt and Andrew, for coming on the podcast. Uh, that was Matt Matt Ottenreath and Andrew Gardner, co-owners and founders of Outdoor Addiction Products. You can find them over at oahunting.com. Uh, and there you can uh, see all of their products, and order them, and uh, – Basically, uh, just see everything that they offer. So go, be sure to go to oahunting.com and check them out. Uh, also, in the show notes page, we'll have links to the website as well as to their various social media uh, accounts so that you can go and see what's uh, going on there. And you can uh, be sure to definitely or be sure to follow them there. So and then you can keep up with uh, everything that they got going. Uh, oh yeah, check out the grills they have on their website too. They're really cool. Uh, and then everything else. So, all right. Well, uh, before I keep rambling on, I think uh, you got anything else there, uh, Corn Bandit? That you, mm, you want to? No, sir. I think I'm good. All right. Well, uh, to everyone out there listening, uh, it's getting hot, so stay cool. Uh, I don't know. Go fishing. Have a couple beers, and uh, we will see you on the next podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, come on over and join the hunt at feedbandit.com join. When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space, if you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the Feed Bandit Podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to feedbandit.com slash promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to feedbandit.com slash iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time. Please remember to support your local feed store.